Welcome to Real Talk with your host, Nick Hoyle. Proudly presented by Podcasts New Zealand. You're probably going to take a view that a fair portion covers my costs. Um, and, and so there's going to need to be some negotiation here. And, and certainly, I put, a, I put a business owner's hat on and I'm saying it's zero uh, because that's what I want it to be. Um, but uh, I, I think there's a bit of working together that needs to happen here. Right. So, someone, uh, one of the comments on one of the threads the other day was, you know, to frame it up like you and the landlord are essentially, um, you know, you, you're now in a partnership whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, there might not be some short-term win-wins. Uh, it might just be that it's something that you both can live with and up the other end, you can, you both have a win because you both have a, well, the landlord still got his building, and the and the tenant has a business to to put in there. And, yeah, and that that I think is is where we're at going into stage four. Is uh, we're really in survival mode. I mean, mm-hmm. we want to come out of stage four, and we want to have a business that's that's viable at the end. And if and if you can come out the other end with the business, you're one of the lucky ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and um, you know, we spoke to someone on Monday who had you know five sites around the country and twenty odd staff, and it was just yeah, very very um. It, uncertainty is the word you know yeah oh, um, it's, it's brutal it's absolutely <laughs> brutal yeah i mean the, the decisions that people are making now are, are, are brutal yeah yeah and i think um that, that's part of the reason why i wanted to sort of do whatever, whatever i can to support people here is really to you know it, it is a time for making tough decisions and and um if we can at least uh you know have people like yourself giving us you know uh, the right advice it, it, it may not fix it but it certainly will help us to to go into it with a clearer mind and ease the burden a little Mm. Yeah. So, um, so, so when it comes down to dealing with the landlord and the lease and all of that, how do you suggest people approach it? Yeah, look, for most people, my my advice is going to be, um, you know, if you have a relationship with your landlord, um, there's no need to rush to a lawyer on this. Um, you know, it's pick up the phone, have a really difficult conversation, um, and and you know, tell them your position, tell them what you need. Um, refer to this clause if, you, if, if it's in your contract um, and tell them what you need. Um, and, and right now we need to be reducing all of our expenses and uh, paying for a lease you can't occupy is, is uh, right off the top of that list in my view. Um, so have a, have a meaningful conversation. I think often lawyers are going to complicate the situation. Um, and, and, you know, lawyers want to make some fees right now, right? <laughs> right. Um, and so, so if you can do it without lawyers, um, then that's going to be the ideal outcome. Uh, and for some of these people, uh, they're, they're, they're going to need lawyers. So, right. Uh, there, there are some landlords out there that are, that are um, going to be, I guess, uh, understanding. Some of them are going to be uh, not so easy to deal with and all the rest of it. And, and, and unfortunately, that's kind of the, the landlord lottery that you're in, right? Yeah, yeah. So, look, if it gets to that stage and they're digging in, then, then you're going to have to put your hand up uh, for some help. Um, and, and that's going to be uh, what a lot of business owners are going to do. And I suppose it's one of those things, if, if they get a lawyer, then I need to get a lawyer. Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first mover is going to trigger where this goes. Um, so that's why I say, look, if you've got a relationship, just go down that path. It's 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 far simpler. Mm, yeah, and um, so let's just talk a bit, a little bit about that where they stand from from a legal perspective right now. Um, you know, uh, obviously they've signed a lease. Uh, they've 
promised to put the money into a landlord's bank account each month. Um, but I guess a lot of that was on their own projections of of, of having a business yeah. that they could turn over and make money from. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing is this clause is automatic. I mean, it it is if you tick these boxes, then a fair portion of the rent and outgoing shall cease to be payable for the period. And so um, I think, you know, there, there's some gray area in there. And Same. yeah, and, and I suppose that's where, you know, if you're a tenant and you're up against the wall. Right, that's where this clause uh, yeah. comes in. So so what about those that, that don't have that standardized Auckland contract mm. or, or yeah. I mean I, I guess I guess there's a greater audience outside of Auckland too but yeah well well um, even even uh, even parties outside of Auckland use these um, use these documents as well so they're, they're pretty widespread through the New Zealand uh, market so so look uh, there are going to be people on previous versions um, prior to 2012 and they're not going to have this in there, but this was inserted in the 2012 amendments. So um, it's just going to be completely silent. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there are going to be people that that have bespoke agreements and, and those uh, those have been drafted typically by the landlords and, are, and again, are, are silent on a lot of these things. Um, and so those will be the more you know, bespoke agreements going to be more common amongst the landlords that hold a, port, hold a portfolio of properties uh, and they've invested in something custom for them. So, and that's potentially where uh, you know uh, calling someone like yourself or, or someone in that um, that space may become a necessity. Yeah, because look, there is there is options, and it gets a lot grayer though. Um, and 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 if the if the contract is silent, there is an ability um, to claim what's called the doctrine of of um, frustration. Uh, and. Uh, and some contracts will also have force majeure in there, which is um, which may be helpful for for uh, parties at the moment. But um, you know, the doctrine of frustration essentially uh, is if uh, the contract has been frustrated from outside circumstances uh, and, and it can't be performed, uh, then you're able to suspend parts of the contract or, or cancel the contract. Um, and so the courts. I suppose you don't want to go to court, but you've got to think about what would the court do if if it got there, because that's how you mm-hmm. forecast your result. Um, the courts are really reluctant to to cancel contracts and to suspend parts of contracts, and so it takes a lot to persuade them. Uh, but we're in we're in unprecedented times. And, yeah, totally. And and so it's it's we can't we can't forecast this accurately because it's just never happened. Um, but I think that the doctrine of uh, frustration is uh, something that is available in these times to say, look, um, you're unable to give me quiet enjoyment of my property. Um, you're unable to give me access, and therefore I shouldn't have to pay you. Is, yeah, is, yeah, is the argument. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm writing a letter to a landlord uh, at the moment uh, for one of our clients. Um, you know, his business. He's got 85 staff. Uh, he's got you know, wow. 30 grand, uh, 30 grand a month rent, um, and his business has stopped overnight. He, he's he's not in the in the zone where he can work from home. Obviously, so yeah, yeah. He need he needs to um, he needs to just stop all of his expenses during this period, uh, and so he can he can come wow. back on the other side That's and crazy. rehire 85 employees. Yeah. Hey, so um, maybe we'll um, uh, run through a couple of these questions. A few have come through on the chat as well, and obviously put that post up earlier in the day. So, um, 
What, one question from a, a guy called Stu there was, uh, so you're saying rent and outgoings could be zero based on this clause? Yeah, um, and, and look, if I'm acting for a tenant, that's certainly what I would be saying as a starting point. And 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 some people are meeting in the middle and just, you know, saying 50%. And, and ultimately, uh, those kind of conversations are healthy. And, and I think that that the, both parties should be negotiating what is fair. But, mm-hmm. But if you've got zero access, if I'm acting for a tenant, my starting point will be zero dollars. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Negotiate hard is what you're saying. Yeah, start at the... And um, Rochelle's asked about how the OPEX factors in. Um, Yeah, it's the same. So um, rent and outgoings uh, is is on the... It's all captured by this clause, yeah. Yeah, understand, cool. Um, so could the landlord hold the contents uh, of the tenant as a lien until the rental is paid, essentially blocking access? Um, yeah, look, this is, um, I suppose it's a bit of a complex uh, situation depending on the on the case. Uh, some contracts specifically deal with those situations um, and allow the, the landlord to, uh, to hold uh, pending payment. Um, but the courts have interpreted this really dimly, um, and 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 they've they've effectively said uh, you can't stop. You need to give your tenant a reasonable opportunity to uplift their their channels, and and only then um, can you destroy it or or, or sell it. Um, but um, you know, a reasonable opportunity, in my view, would be we're outside of stage four where restrictions are gone and they can actually go in yeah. and get movers in and, and get their stuff out. So, look, I, I don't think a, a, a landlord would legally be able to to do that, but it does depend on the specific contract as a starting point. Yeah, and, and potential to open up a, a big can of worms with with that if they do, um, you know, down the track anyhow, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you, John, for that question. Um do we have any options? Basically, we're operating from our homes. Our income is dropping as our clients have closed and we can't charge them. Landlord has basically said tough luck. Um, I, I think we've sort of covered that essentially yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone's on a 30-day lease uh, and you give notice. What do you do about all your equipment? You can't get it because of the lockdown. The landlord will allow you a reasonable amount of time once the lockdown finishes. Probably, again, would be right in saying it comes back to uh, negotiation with the landlord. Yeah, 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 and, and they are going to have to give you a reasonable opportunity. Yeah, um, interesting one here. So, so someone says basically, um, uh, Jody, um, if your business will not survive COVID nineteen, presumably uh, we're talking about business running out of funds, liquidation along those lines. Um, where do they stand in regard to the ten months left on the lease? Yeah, so um, the starting point for landlords is they can claim the um, unpaid rent right through to the end of the lease period um, unless they can find someone to take it earlier. And they do need to mitigate their losses. So landlords need to actively seek new tenants. um, And once they've got a new tenant in, the time stops. Um, The reality is in this environment, it's very unlikely um, that landlords are going to find new tenants. Tenants quickly, right. Yeah. So, you know, I would say there's a good chance that 10 months runs its course. Um, and otherwise, and that PG probably would probably become exactly. activated, right? Exactly, and and most or all, all leases I've seen um, ask for a PG, and so unless you've negotiated it away, which is which is quite possible, like I've myself and and a bunch of my clients have no personal guarantees on their lease, um, then 
then you're fine. Uh, but if you have a PG uh, and you're worth sewing personally, um, then they may pursue you for that as well. Real Talk with Nick Hoyle, brought to you by Podcasts NZ.